What up? We're back. <laughs> With Oceana. Uh, yeah, it's... How do you pronounce it? Oceana. Oceana. Yeah. Oceana. <laughs> Nelson, right? Nelson, yeah. yeah. Thanks for agreeing to do this. Of course. Appreciate it. Uh, it sounds fun. I'm excited. I promise it is most of the time. <laughs> I did one last week with my daughter. Aww. She's eight years old. Mm-hmm. And that, I didn't publish it, but I shared it with, um, you know, some folks, family and close friends. And uh, it was it was so fun. It was so fun. It was her idea, too. She, yeah, she was homesick from school. I had to get some work done. So we we're hanging out in the bike shop. And she's like, Dad, can I play with the microphones? So I hooked everything up and we started just like listening to each other, you know, on the headphones or whatever. Get a kick out of that. She's like, can we do a podcast? <laughs> so I was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. It ended up being like 30 minutes of just like the funnest thing ever. Aww. So yeah, it's pretty fun. Does she listen to podcasts? No, no. I don't even think she's ever listened to the, this one. Mm-hmm. Um no, she listens to, she has a playlist oh, on Spotify, yeah. <laughs> Her brother does TV6. <laughs> and it's like Trolls, Pixar music and Trolls music. Oh, that's a cool. A lot of it's that uh, Justin Timberlake Trolls music. Yeah, that's what my daughter's into right now. It's pretty good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I get down to the can't stop the feeling. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, but yeah, it's fun. It's fun. So... I, so I was thinking about this after you agreed to come on. Um, I don't, I don't know much about you. I, you just like, <laughs> I just appeared. Um, you're and not, I mean, I, like you're doing, you're doing a lot of cool stuff. I see, you know, on Instagram, um, you're on the last Sunday's ride stuff right. and all that media. And, um, you're doing the dirt therapy stuff. You're just like out there. Um, you're out there. And, and, uh, we, on our like recent, um, conversations on social media, we, uh, I just, you're a really nice, cool person. And I was like, man, I, I want to run. I want to get to know this person. So how, <laughs> like start from the beginning, if you don't mind, like, wh- how'd you get into mountain biking? What's your story? Um, so I, I grew up here in El Paso and then I joined the military and I was gone for a while. And I finally decided to move back in 2020. The I think it was November. November 2020. Like right in the middle of COVID and everything. Because uh, my parents still live here. And then when I moved back, I was trying to look for something to keep me busy. Because when I lived in Chicago, I would just go to the gym all the time. Like there's really nothing else to do except for go to the gym and hang out with the other moms. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when I moved back, I kind of wanted to be do more outdoorsy stuff. And um, I found mountain biking. How? And so I through, through a few people. So I, w- I worked at Beaumont, and a lot of people mountain bike at Beaumont. Um, also a few friends here uh, mountain bike. And... <sighs> I quickly learned about last Sunday's ride 
um, when I first started riding because I wanted to ride more. Like the people that I would ride with only wanted to ride on certain days and I, I wasn't comfortable going out there by myself. And when I learned about last Sunday's ride, um, Isabel Stratton, she, yeah, she invited me to go on my first last Sunday's ride and I, everyone was so nice. Like all the women were super nice and I just kind of quickly fell in love with it. (laughs) You know, like it was, it was just a stress reliever at the time for me. Cool. Because moving back was really stressful. <laughs> um, I can imagine moving in general mm-hmm. is hard, even within the city. Yeah. You know, I can imagine across the country. Mm-hmm. So, to to let people know out there who don't know what last Sunday's ride is, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's a women's only mountain bike ride. Yes, right? it's it's for women um, because. Uh, the ratio for men to women mountain biking it's a higher ratio for for men than to women so we're just trying to encourage more women um to come out and ride with us and get more comfortable like i i wasn't comfortable at the beginning going um and to just kind of meet each other and encourage each other so it's it's been fun and it's been growing and i really enjoy it it's cool. Yeah. It's cool seeing all the all the Instagram stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I get most of my, that's like my newspaper. <laughs> 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 but um, Fernanda, uh, we used to work together at Crazy Cat a while back. And I guess she's, she's behind that, right? The last Sundays? Yes, yeah. Norma and Fernanda. Norma. So it's a legit nonprofit from what I understand. And um, I think it's great. I think it's really cool what they're doing. Uh, and speaking of nonprofits, they just, uh, this last episode that I published, I spoke with Hera, um, and he's working with EP on bikes with Fernanda as well. I believe that's, uh, under the last Sunday's ride, like umbrella. It's like a branch off of that nonprofit. Mm -hmm. Um, that's really cool. I've been, I've been chatting with those dudes. I'm psyched to see what, what happens with all that, getting little kids on bikes. Oh, absolutely. We actually have an event coming up for kids at Desert Downs yeah. with EPM Bikes. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, Dia del, del Niño, right? Yes. Day of the, day of the kid, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. going to be fun because um, not only is there going to be like bike races for the kids, we're going to teach them how to fix their bikes and do little games with their bikes. When is it? It's on the 30th. What time? I believe it's going to be around... Noon? Noon? Desert Downs is so fun. It is. They've got that, uh, do you still have that, like, mountain bike skills area? Yes, and it's even better than what it was. Really? Yeah, I haven't been there since they, like, cut the ribbon Mm -hmm. for that spot. Rest in peace, Ricky Skulls. He had a lot to do with that. Mm -hmm. Um, That place is super fun. Let me, I have, oh, here it is. So, yeah, celebrate Dia del Niño with the CP on Bikes Sunday, April 30th. Desert Downs, which is um, 8801 Railroad Drive here in El Paso, 79924, BYOB. That means bring your own bike. (laughs) 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 Ha, ha. Oh, where's that button? Ah, it doesn't work. Anyway, um, let's see. Bike race starts at 3 p.m. 
they have $5 bike rentals. There's going to be activities for kids, food, prizes, bike raffle, ooh, mm -hmm. and much more. So we'll be out there. Red Dog Bikes is going to be out there helping out. Awesome. Um, yeah, we're, I'll be there with the kids, of course, and it's going to be really, really fun. That place, that's a, that's a special place for, for me personally. Um, that's, where I, that's how I started getting into to BMX, and, or that's where I started riding BMX, and then that eventually led to, you know, it just never stopped from there, mountain biking and stuff. But that place is cool. It's a really, really old BMX track. Yeah. It's been there for a while. Yeah. Funny, yeah. <laughs> funny story or a really cool little story. I don't know. I'm sure I've told this on the podcast before like 10 times, but whatever. <laughs> um, my old boss, uh, now friend and mentor, uh, Mike Rossin, he used to be a professional BMX racer. racer. Oh, wow. Like, he, so he was the owner of the bicycle company back in the day. And, but yeah, before that, when he was young, uh, he would go up to Albuquerque there was no BMX track here. I mean, this was when BMX was like becoming a thing. Um, his mom was getting tired of driving all the way to Albuquerque. I could imagine. <laughs> and, uh, came back to the city. was like, Hey guys, we need a track. She was the, she got everything going, um, on that and was the original track operator for a long time. Um, then Mike, got out of it uh yeah like i said he went pro he went he was really good he he's a very talented dude on two wheels period um but but yeah she she started it up and there's been like you know change of hands and like the way it works is like from what i've noticed the kids whatever whichever kids like are interested in bmx at the time those are the parents that are like running the place so it's just constant <laughs> like you know change. A change right um but it's been going on for a really long time yeah that place is sweet i remember being on the starting hill and i was just starting out and some these kids were like oh that's mike ross and that's mike ross <laughs> i was like who and i look and this is like this old dude with like shin guards and looking like a dork <laughs> he's like blowing everybody out of the water going down the starting hill and then yeah and then wild. come to find out he owned a bike shop and then i was interested in getting a bike so i went to the bicycle company and i became like a pain in their ass by just like never leaving and reading all the magazines and eventually they're like fine do you want a job and uh yeah that's how anyway road biking and mountain biking but that's cool. Desert Downs. When Hera said Desert Downs, I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, that place is sick. It is. It is. So the, the enduro or the, like the bike skills area, right? You're into that. You're into the enduro stuff. I see you. Oh yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love it. It's kind of, um, it's kind of a rush. Like you feel it and it's exciting and scary at the same time. I don't know how else to explain it. <laughs> like the, the, the ladies that Scary I ride really. with, they're always like, oh, my ra you make my heart race. <laughs> She's like, but I love it. Let's do it again. That's kind of how it feels. You don't see too many women. Or I don't see too many women. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. Up until recently. Because <laughs> now there's a ton of you. <laughs> but uh, it was rare to see females 
getting gnarly on like the jumps and the mm-hmm. drops and you know these big hit bikes mm-hmm. i think it's really cool it is and you know what i wouldn't have gotten into it if it wasn't for genesis she's kind of she's she's been my mentor to like from the beginning for it so i appreciate everything she's she's taught me and the fun that we have together when we do it i literally i cherish that it's so much fun y'all do trips so last year we did a few trips to angel fire and that's i mean i think that's kind of where i fell in love with it she she explained everything before we would go down and i I think that's where i kind of learned how to teach these other ladies is from her um it kind of like mentally prepares you but then also you gotta be like just take it you can do it (laughs) and then they do it and it makes you so much more excited for them so i can't wait to go to angel fire with these girls this year because they've never been and it's so much fun is it a like an organized trip that people can that other women can sign up for or or is it just like a homies trip or what (laughs) So, I'm, I'm just curious. So last year it was just a homies trip. We would try to go whenever we could because I was working and so so was Genesis. But um, this year I'm not working and she's not working. So we're just going to see who can go. Sick. Yeah. I've never been to Angel Fire. Really? Never. I'm surprised. I know. I know. I get that a lot. I've never been to Moab. Yeah. Um, I know. That's a huge one. Yeah. I got to go. But no, Angel Fire, I hear a lot about it. And the uh there's that spot in Rudoso that has those tabletops what's it called cedar creek yeah cedar creek yeah that's where i'm gonna go on sunday have you ridden <laughs> that place either <laughs> it's fun like you ha- still have to climb to get there but the the downhill is worth it it's short but it's fun and it's smooth it's not scary like there's some just straight down and then you know stuff for jumping mm-hmm. but it's just i don't know in your head you're like wee <laughs> oh this is awesome Wee! okay let's go do it again oh but we have to climb another two miles again to get there you gotta earn it right yeah that's cool yeah i uh oh man i gotta get out there so you you mentioned that you teach you teach uh like how to ride like you teach clinics or what's up with that oh you te- you, you, i think you said like oh yeah i teach these girls or what's up with that yeah. so for the enduro so i tried to i started like Originally, it started as downhill Thursdays, mm-hmm. but with the heat and the weather, the wind, it's been hard to organize another day. I was doing it once a week, and um, at least like between three, it'd always be at least three girls that would show up or more, but um, it's just been trying to teach them more downhill technique stuff. I'm still a beginner myself, but I'm just teaching them what I know. That way we could, you know. A lot of women were scared of the downhill enduro stuff, and now they're enjoying it. So I I just like to spread what I love to other people that are curious about it. So yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, that's cool. Yeah, like getting two wheels off the ground in the, in the same time doesn't matter how how high it is. Really, it's mm-hmm. a very unique feeling, and it, it could be real freaky. It is, you know? <laughs> especially like you do it on accident. You're like, no, when yeah. I die. But um, yeah, it's one of the best feelings, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so fun. Well, I have a question. Why are a lot of people afraid to ride monks? Um, Why do you think? Well. Is it it's just because n- of the chunkiness? I don't know. I mean, it's gnarly. 
Yeah. It's pretty it gnarly. It's pretty gnarly, huh? Um, yeah. I, I, it's hard for me to say. We grew up, I'm going to sound like an old curmudgeon, but back in my day, um, <laughs> the Northeast didn't exist for a long time. It was wow. just, uh, well, we called it Red Road, which is now Lost Dog. Oh. Um, Tom A's State Park, which is also pretty gnarly. It it's not yeah it's not very like beginner friendly oh. and um it was just the west west side oh and monks of course mm-hmm. so i mean climbing up is no big deal because you have it's basically a smooth jeep road on the way up <laughs> i mean compared to the way down <laughs> try climbing it backwards <laughs> but my guess uh is that people who started on the northeast side like i guess in these past few years mm-hmm. um had those like lower like smoother mad cow and lazy cow type trails to learn on and maybe uh, maybe that's why we got thrown yeah. to the wolves i don't yeah. know but i really don't know I, I it is gnarly but it's uh if you go slow i feel like it's doable yeah that's true i was just thinking because yesterday I also uh, ate shit there like a few oh, weeks I back, so <laughs> that's, I'm one to talk like, eh. <laughs> yeah, But you were doing jumps. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to say? No, I was just saying because um, Martha, she came for the first time yesterday and she did like awesome. Amongst? Did, yeah, amongst. Like, it was her first time and she was very nervous about it and she just, I, I would stop and look back to see if she was okay and she was like right there and I'd be like, okay, let's go. Sick. Oh, this is your dirt, your Thursday downhill. Yeah, you guys did it once or girls? Well, yeah. we did it with Crazy you know I mean? Cat yesterday. So sick. Yeah, yeah. There's um, it's it's my favorite trail, honestly, yeah. in El Paso. I it's I have a I like monks a lot. <laughs> we did a an, an enduro. Oh no, what they call it back then? Super D. <laughs> it is basically like a like a um what's that dude pablo metal mm-hmm. Pab- yeah yeah what's uh what is merle what do they do though those like ep enduro ep enduro thank you gosh my brain <laughs> so the ep enduros are all uh that the ones that he does those races are are legit with his like chip timing system and all the like stages and everything mm-hmm. it's pretty sick um a long time ago we got together, the, the my buddy Chris um, and I got together and we like called in some favors with some distributors and they sent us like some, some swag. We got like paper plates and host those like fuzzy ties and, <laughs> and just like charged like five bucks. Um, we went to Monks and we charged like five bucks for, for registration and we called it the Monks Super D. <laughs> and it was like, all right, everybody ride to the top. I rode with them to the top and I called Chris on my cell phone. I was like, all right, dude, uh, I'm going to start letting them go at this time. So just mark them the time, you know, when they, when they get to the bottom, he's like, all right, cool. And we just did one run down monks. Uh, and that was like pretty much what the EP Enduro is, but it was like <laughs> very analog. <laughs> After that, your five bucks got you a, a burrito and a, and a Coors original. <laughs> Uh, Lucy's King's X. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and we gave out prizes and stuff. It was so fun. Aww. Yeah, it was so fun. There was about a. I have some photos actually over here. I'll show you later. But <laughs> from that day, 
we spray painted we bought white t-shirts and spray painted like uh black stripes for it to look like refs <laughs> we we're so hungover <laughs> so fun dude those are yeah, good times I, stuff awesome. like that that's why i love monk so much mm-hmm. you know but good it's enough. such a fun quality easy you know easily accessible trail um it's dope it's so fun. I could do laps on that and on in that place and I, I never get tired of it personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. No, I I, I love I, I love monks too. It's um it's a challenge for me to climb. I'm not a climber, but it's just it's different over there. I like it. There's so many like different new trails though, like I mean, you could go, once you go up, you can go left and go down Anna's, mm-hmm. or you could take, um, like, partial Anna's to Hissing Cat, right? That's Hissing Claw? His, I said Cat. Hissing Claw, Hiss, Hissing Cat, <laughs> Cat Piss. I don't know. I don't know the names of all of them. Yeah, I'm getting confused. I don't know. But there's so many, like, little different ways, and you could just split and end up somewhere else. Yeah. So pretty cool it is and that um that one with that big jump what's it called uh is it black cat oh yeah black cat black cat's pretty cool that one's dope i only did it for the enduro but i didn't do the jump did the beeline the beeline (laughs) that jump's freaky yeah it's good though it's built right yeah it is yeah whoever built it what up (laughs) (laughs) Wink, wink. Right. Holler at your boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. I have nothing to do with that trail. I just ride it and mm-hmm. appreciate it and thank the folks who, who made it. But yeah, that place is sweet. It is. I wonder what's going on with the EP and drill this year. Um, you heard anything? No, not yet. I think they're still thinking. Maybe a female category? Oh, well, they, they oh, had female categories. They did? Oh, yeah. my bad. Okay. The, for the last two years. Sick. That goes to show how much I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we do need more more women to join to make it more um, you know competitive and fun. So, if there's some ladies that are out there, like if there are some ladies out there listening to this that are riding or just interested in general to get, get into the enduro side of things, what do you recommend, or what would you recommend them not doing it with your experience and now like if you could look back and be like okay i would do this or this differently or go straight to that you know what i mean mm-hmm. what would you say to them as far as the race no i mean or? like just getting into enduro period oh like say you have you know like there's a lot of, i see a lot of folks out there riding bikes mm-hmm. cross country chilling hardtails and there's that crossover that you know happened with you like you i don't know like now you're into the enduro side of things. You're going to angel fire. You're jumping shit. You're teaching girls how to jump shit. Like it's it's sweet. What uh with what you've learned in your journey to get to where you're at now in your riding, um like if there's what I'm saying is like, are there any words of advice or encouragement or anything that you would say to any females listening that want to push it to that next level, but but for some reason are like don't know or or mm-hmm. afraid to or I don't know. Absolutely. If um, if you're in the El Paso area, I would just reach out to last Sunday's ride um, and just ask if 
if you want to learn more about enduro and downhill, um, we have plenty of, of good, good people to help in that area, including myself. Um, I'm always down to ride and teach and help. Um, usually when I take the girls, the ladies out, I just do the route that we're on the stages of the AP Enduro and we climb up the way that we're going to go down. That way they can see for the first time, like it's not that scary when you're climbing up and looking from the bottom part, but when you're looking from up top to down, that's where it looks scary. (laughs) But, um, I would just reach out to last Sunday's ride. And um, just tell them that you're interested and that you're looking for someone to help and lead you in the right direction, and we could do that. Sweet. That's so cool that something like that exists. Really, truly. Um, Yeah, that's so dope. There's this... uh, I'm into BMX, and a long time ago, I, I followed skating, and like the original Tony Hawk's Pro Skater game. We were just talking about video game did you play tony hawks Pro no, skater? Oh. i just played mario <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah mario kart all day so there's a female skater a skater a pro female skater on there that made it onto the video game that was like a huge deal um so that i don't know seeing where we're at now like now bmx has um a ton of like shredders absolute shredders all over the world there's this like action sports this this there's this surge this push for um this like female uh uh exposure um and it's cool to see it in our hometown it's cool to see and know that like there's things like last sunday's rides that are that are right there doing it because this is like really recent stuff you know mm-hmm. in the past couple of years it's it's really grown yeah i think it's great i think it's great too because like i mean i've only been writing for two years like i i wrote as a kid in the neighborhood and then after that just like leisurely and then it wasn't until i moved back that i got into mountain biking but getting to know like a lot of the women here that have been writing I mean, I always encourage them to do enduro because I see it. I see it in them. Like, you've been riding these trails for how many years? Let's go. Let's go to the other side. <laughs> Come on, let's go. And then they end up loving it. So. You mean? <coughs> excuse me. You mean the other side, like the other side of the mountain? Yeah. Like you see in the northeast. <laughs> yeah, people just stick to the northeast. Yeah. Like this is. I'm good on this. No, but they're yeah. really good, and I don't think that they know that sometimes until you know we get them on video and stuff and they're like wow that's me and i'm like yeah that's you (laughs) you did it like stuff you don't think you could do you can do how'd that clinic go down recently oh with um with mo and uh, tony Tony. yeah oh that was so cool i'm i'm myself and the other the other like the feedback from my that i got from the other women um, they want to do another one because Sweet. that was super helpful. Um, a lot of climbing techniques, even for myself, cause I'm not a climber. Um, we learned a lot of li- cl- climbing techniques 
which was cool and like downhill and stuff like that but um those guys shred they do and they're the sweetest dudes oh they're so nice like yeah. i they're we should have asked them for help before <laughs> They're so nice. They were there just trying to like catch us if we fell. <laughs> like, are you sure you want to be right there? If I fell, you're going down too. <laughs> um, but they were they were so kind and just so knowledgeable. Like, it's so cool just to see them. Like, <sighs> have you ever seen them race? Yeah, I've, I've ridden with them yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, like it's insane. Like, I think the first time I saw Mo. It was at the it was at Desert Downs and it was for like the the little race. Like they had a, a race that you go around for like I don't know. Oh yeah, short track. Thirty minutes thing. or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw someone just go whoosh and I was like, What the heck was that? Yeah, most reds. Was that a person? <laughs> and then it was just like this and I was like, I've never seen anybody go that fast before. But then even Tony, Tony's like crazy fast too. And he got, I think he got first place at the EP, the last EP Enduro for the XC. At the Monks? Yeah. They had like an XC race, right? Yeah. yeah. That's where he got first. Yeah. yeah. These guys are super, super crazy fast. It's, it's crazy. Like I remember starting out, um, when I first started mountain biking and riding with like Mike and all these OGs, right. Mm -hmm. And looking at the stuff that they did and being like, there's no fucking way <laughs> well i didn't like you i know what i just saw yeah it still doesn't make sense yeah like i'll never i'll never be able to do that and you know but one day you you just keep doing it and then you mm. you get there eventually yeah it's a process so sticking with it and then uh but yeah having having people like that so it'll be like check it out like this or not like that mm -hmm. that is very very helpful even helping with like the line because i think i've always struggled with a certain part of cardiac coming from you know if you're coming from blue moon you go all that you know up and down stuff and then if you're going to continue cardiac there's a climb usually people go to the left they were teaching us to go straight up to the right which looks straight up instead of around because mm -hmm. that's where people usually get stuck and that's where we were practicing and i was like i'm not going to be able to do that but then i ended up doing it and i was like oh this is crazy yeah it's those bikes and 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 the riders, of course, are so capable. Like mm -hmm. the man, the stuff around here is so gnarly. But those tires hook up. You know, you find some some solid rock, and you have traction, and just trust in your your legs to to get up like you do have to uh, did they teach you like to put in like a little harder gear sometimes to mm -hmm. kind of motor up some steeper stuff more technical stuff yeah it's crazy and then with dropper posts too the cr one of the cooler things about dropper posts in my opinion is um dropping the post a little bit not all the way but just a little bit to lower your center of gravity when you're doing technical climbing mm -hmm. it's super helpful and you have great power just not a lot of endurance like um but you're you're lower. You can like you're more agile. It doesn't feel as scary to put your foot down. So dropper posts have really changed the game with just technical riding in general. A lot of people, I feel like, um, say, "Oh, it's just like a downhill thing." It's two things, <laughs> other than the downhill, it's like the up the technical uphill, 
And like when you're hanging in the parking lot, you just slam it and just put your foot on the ground. It's like, oh, oh sweet, yeah. this is nice. I don't have to like <laughs> sit off. on my top tube or yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So those that's really good. Have I mean like I haven't been in writing for a long time. So are drop or post something that's newer then? Yeah. Yeah. Um I still have a rigid post on my bike. <laughs> but that's only because my dropper broke and I've been too lazy to too lazy to fix it. I've been busy fixing other people's <laughs> bikes uh everyone else's bikes are dialed mine's like it works okay let's go right <laughs> but um for the longest time yeah fully rigid sea post sky high you know at that to when you have your your sea post at proper height like for good leg extension you're mm-hmm. um at the bottom of your pedal stroke your knee is almost locked out not quite there's a little bit of a bend in there right but then if you're still sitting on your saddle and you put your you try to touch the ground you might be able to touch it with your big toe yeah so you're like way up there yeah, yeah it's crazy so dropper posts when they came about um this was i saw my first i saw the first dropper post probably i want to say like 12-ish years ago something like that wow. they were all um like they were spring-loaded there was this company out of i want to say it was colorado and they had like, I think two or three different little settings. But anyway, they were, they were weird. Um, actually, there's this old, like late '80s dropper, and it's like a. There's a quick release. Imagine like a rigid post with a quick release seat post clamp, and this like, uh giant spring that that's attached <laughs> to the seat guts and into the frame and so like you undo the you loosen the seat post clamp and when your body weight like it smashes the seat down you tighten it back up mm-hmm. and you're you're dropped and then when you uh let the seat post clamp loose again that spring will like spring it back to a certain height oh. it never caught like until way later but that was yeah i saw that recently somebody posted that like some old technology oh that's cool yeah like biopace too the oval rings that's like Mm -hmm. old school road bike technology and now everybody's all like absolute black (laughs) and fucking wolf tooth oval i need my oval (laughs) and it disappeared for a really long time but i guess stuff you know comes back around but now dropper posts are crazy cool right yeah did you see that like yt and treks their their gravel bikes have dropper posts now Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool yeah it there's this company called wolf tooth i wave the wolf tooth flag hard i love that (laughs) company so much they make really really good stuff and uh their dropper post is like a game changer and you can uh, you can put spacers in there like to adjust the travel by 50 millimeters and five millimeter increments so somebody just ordered a dropper from our shop um for their gravel bike and it we adjusted it to 75 millimeters of drop so yeah it's a little baby dropper Mm -hmm. you know it's pretty sweet but if they could change it out to to what was it stock like 125 so you could do the same thing up to 50 millimeters with the the next one up is like a 160 but yeah they're those things are like they're super dope i can't wait that's i need to get one of those yeah then they also have a little bit of suspension too. What's that? The their gravel bikes. Like oh, it has like, like I don't know, like a fork. The in the front? Yeah. 
<laughs> There's gravel's nuts now. I know. Gravel's like they're like lightweight mountain bikes these days. <laughs> it's crazy. I've been seeing a lot of yeah. It's it's wild how popular gravel bikes are are right now. We'll Do you ride gravel? Oh uh, yeah, I bought one. Uh, Genesis encouraged me to buy one. <laughs> nice. It's awesome. It's really fun. Um, she encouraged me to buy one just to. I think she was trying to transition me over to road, and I'm like, girl, I'm not going to road. Oh, fuck road bikes. But <laughs> or cars. Like yeah. road bikes are cool. They're beautiful, uh-huh. light and fast. But oh, yeah. cars, dude. Nope. I respect the people that do it, but I just, I've had a semi just fly by me and I can't, I can't. So I respect the people that do do road bike, road biking, but. You said do do. I I enjoy like not having a car (laughs) by me. (laughs) But, um, I've only taken my gravel bike out probably like six or seven times. I just bought it a few months ago, but it's fun. Like, if you're looking to get more miles and trying to get off, like, the hills and stuff from, from the mountain, that's perfect. Yeah. Talk about capable bikes, too. Like, a good gravel bike can do way more than people think, I feel mm-hmm. like. Um, they're Yeah, they're crazy. <laughs> like, Paul. You know Paul Hansen? Oh, yeah. That dude. Well, he's got some fatty tires on his gravel bike, but or he has two of them, actually. He has an Ogre with fatty, like, 2.5s on his... Mm-hmm on his uh they're 29 by 2.5s but he has this other one that's like this decked out surly and it has a 700 by like 38s and but he takes that thing like i've ridden with him and like straight up single track you know Mm -hmm. like mountain bike trails it's crazy (laughs) yeah he's i don't know if i'm able to say but i'm just gonna say he's working on a an epic route um throughout the city like a mixed terrain huge like to go around the city but within the city limits the oh, ni- 915 cool. you know um he's always riding finding these little like gems these little nooks of you know these little connectors these little dirt connectors and stuff they're everywhere you know yeah i've seen him um he's he's doing i don't know is he still doing it where you meet at album park on wednesday uh yeah. a certain day of the week i think so i've i mean i'm always busy on wednesday so i haven't been able yeah. to join one of his rides but yeah the dude's always posting like yo i'm meeting up at here or whatever mm-hmm. yeah he's so fun he's so oh, yeah. so fun to ride with you should yeah. if you can you should definitely try to make one of those rides i've ridden with him twice he's hilarious so, dude. yeah he's he a is. fucking clown <laughs> <laughs> hence the name right yeah <laughs> uh, he's so funny i love that dude no, he's cool. And I love seeing his videos and pictures from his morning rides. Like, it's crazy to see, like, parts of El Paso you don't think that's there. Yeah, all the yeah. weird tunnels and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, him and Kugler and Buddy Frank, they yeah. all, they're a little posse. <laughs> yeah, <they all laughs> yeah, that's like cool. Like the fucking cool guys and the warriors or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sweet invite, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, they, they're cool. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff, though, like um, the Ride for Reading. Did you hear about... I wonder if they're still doing that. So Ride for Reading um, was this... Or hopefully still is this organization that delivers books by bicycle and, like, side saddle, pannier, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
they deliver books to like underprivileged or like whatever schools. Mm -hmm. And they did two of them that I know of in El Paso or well, they started in El Paso and they went out to one of them was out to Del Rio. Like, yeah. And they spent the night. Um, Paul was part of that. Mike was too, actually. There was like a, a smallish group. Um, it was like documented. Check it out. Right for reading. Yeah. So they, they bike packed and I heard, I heard that first one was just like amazing. I know. So they did gravel all the way out there, uh, loaded down with all these books. Um, showed up and delivered them to these kids and like you know the school was expecting them obviously they had like a really warm welcoming for them and mm. yeah it was i've I've heard some really beautiful uh secondhand stories of how that went down and then there was one that uh i took part in the first half of it anyway but um there was one that went from here to gosh there's what's the name not Palomas. Palomas is the Mexican side of this little, like, out by, ah, Jesus, I'm going to merger. Anyway, there's, going the opposite direction on, like, the Patriot Highway, mm-hmm. out towards, yeah, there's a, look up Palomas, Mexico, and then the U.S. side, that little town is the one that got the books. But a lot oh. of the kids from Palomas would just cross over and then go to school at this elementary. It's like a tiny, tiny little community. And then, you know, they cross back over and go home. So rode out there, same thing, loaded down with books, got to the spot. Um, yeah, that was super cool. But like, that was paved though. Mm-hmm. That was that was mostly paved, but that first one was straight up just gravel the oh, whole way. Cool. Yeah, Waco Mountain Road. Point being, sorry, I got off on a tangent, but like there's <laughs> so many dirt roads that just go, there's so much to explore. There's so much that I feel like, is um like with mountain biking you know like it's don't get me wrong we have a ton of really badass trails and all sides of the mountain it's dope but like gravel just kind of opens things up so much wider because mm-hmm. there's a shit ton of dirt roads that people don't really like notice yeah. or think about you know that's what i'm learning that's what i'm learning but speaking of gravel there's this new gravel race that's happening Yes, June. the Rio, what is it? The Rio Bravo gravel grind. Right. Yeah. And Mario's putting it on, so you know it's going to be dope. <laughs> yeah. That dude hit the ground running with the 12-hour <laughs> a couple years ago and has not slowed down. Yeah, everything's everything's pretty cool that he does, so pretty excited about this one. Are you going to do this race? I hope so. Yeah. Um, I've been so busy in the shop, I haven't really been paying attention or mm-hmm. riding, but I'll I'll definitely be there. Cool. Yeah. I hope to, I don't know, it depends on what day it is of the week. So I don't know. Oh, I forgot what day it is. But it's, it's going to be sick. It is. So there's the 20, there's a 40, and there's a 60. It's pretty wild. It'll be fun though. Is the route up? Um. So Mario, I saw him post somewhere that he's going to start doing recon rides soon. So everybody keep an eye out for that, I guess. Yeah, I'll, yeah. Uh, Mario, uh, he's at 12, the number one, the number two. I think it's underscore H-O-E-P. I'll put it on the show notes or whatever, but <laughs> yeah, 12 hours of old El Paso. He's been posting on that. Yeah. Oh, that race, by the way. That's my favorite day of the year. 
the 12 hour old El Paso. Oh, yes. That <laughs> one was cool. That was my first time doing it this past year. That was fun. You've covered a lot of ground in two years. I know. I just kind of just threw myself in there. People think I'm crazy. Partially I am, but I just, you don't know what you're doing until you do it. So I experienced it and then, you know, then I know where I'm at. I don't know, but it's been fun. The 12 hours, definitely a fun one. Puzzler is fun too. <laughs> type two, type two fun. <laughs> That, that was fun, yeah. right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> 75 mile hour winds, 35 miles. Oh my goodness, that's right. This yeah. last one was, I thought they were going to call it. Nope. Rain or shine. They've done it before. Oh, for they like called snow it? once, yeah. Yeah. Oh. They had to postpone it to the next day. It was like super gnarly. Yeah. I thought for sure. Because I thought, I was talking to somebody, they're like, dude, is it even going to be a marked course anymore? Because this tornado came through. <laughs> I know. It was pretty crazy. But um, also, also a good experience. You never know what's going to come at you on race day, so. Yeah, it's fun. Afterwards, it's either fun or not during, but then afterwards, it's always fun. <laughs> yeah. To talk about other people or talk to talk about it with people around the fire, be like, that was bullshit. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> with the people that you did it with. <laughs> Sharing your struggle. Oh my gosh. The oh. one time I did the Puzzler 50, I've only done it once, like 10 years ago. I came over, they, some, as a joke, somebody put like a, a wooden railroad tie across the finish line. <sighs> and my BMXer mind was like oh i'm gonna bunny hop this shit oh no <laughs> and i clipped it with my back wheel after 50 miles of like holding it together and i <laughs> fell f right on the top of my head i did like a well like what i did amongst the other day <laughs> yeah it's my mo and all the dudes are around the fire pit already like you know drinking beers hanging out <sighs> i eat shit so hard at the fish <laughs> Jeez. yeah it was it was good but the puzzler's sick. The puzzler is unique for sure. God, the puzzler's hard. Yeah, it is. I'll do. I have to do it again someday. Yeah, next year. I'm really <laughs> stoked on the EP Enduro though. Like, yeah. I, I really want to be a part of Pablo. If you're listening, man, holler at your boy. I want to. I want to help out and definitely race more of those races. It was that that one at Monks last. That last one they did was so fun. Mm -hmm. It was. Yeah, it was so fun. Yeah. It was fun. You know, what? It, it reminded me of like hanging out at the skate park. Yeah. And being like on top of the deck or like at some pool session or something. And like drop when people would drop in one by one and hearing everybody be like, yeah, like cheering. Like it was like a single. Yeah, it was like a session at like a skate spot or something. Yeah. That, it's I don't know how else to explain it. Like a, you're waiting in the lineup, you know, and bringing that aspect of it obviously to me being a BMX or kind of skater background that that was made me smile that was really cool yeah everyone you know all the all the guys that do the enduro they've been nothing but like super supportive um I mean I don't know how to explain it usually like as a woman you'd be kind of intimidated to be to enter any man's realm you know um, and I feel like that one was a bit, is a big 
like men's realm, but they've honestly been nothing but like super, super supportive. And I'm so thankful for that. Like Arnold and Pablo and Josh and I mean, all of them, nothing, nothing but kind and um, open to helping. That's nice. Women, so they were the first ones that helped us. Oh, and Adam too. I can't forget Adam. Oh, um, <laughs> Adam's one of my favorite humans. Yeah. <laughs> Adam's such a sweetheart. Yeah. He, is. he shreds. We used to ride BMX. Oh, he's so wild. Like he's we a were wild. Riding, we were riding last night and he's just like, oh, just the look on his face. Like what people like him that enjoy it so much, like he's fast, but just enjoy it. And you see like, the big smile and the fun that he's actually having that's that's what it's about it's Absolutely. not like super, it's not supposed to be stressful it's supposed to be fun i asked him the yeah. other day he was in here and i was like dude so what's up with your bmx bike collecting dust <laughs> like let's go for a session or something he's like man i've just been having so much fun on my mountain bike yeah. like i can't stop I'm like that's mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty sick especially with the trails like monks is such a yeah it's such a sweet little spot mm-hmm. and sweet Hey, you mentioned you were in the military and <laughs> you, thank you, by the way, for your oh. service. Sincere, thank you. Um, veteran. So the dirt therapy, tell me about the dirt therapy thing. What's up with that? So Jonathan, he's the president of Dirt Therapy Project. He started that. Um and it's been growing it's for veterans to go on uh it's when you're in the military you kind of build this super quick bond with people you don't know right kind of have to (laughs) just be squished together and trust each other at the same time um and then when you get out like you go through all this trauma and stuff with those people you get out, you go your separate ways, stuff happens, you lose touch, and then you come up with, like, all these disabilities and PTSD and anxiety and all this stuff. So, Dirt Therapy Project is is a, is a project that he's doing to help veterans get together and do dirt therapy um, with their bikes and go on these trips. So, every fundraiser that um they have and the jerseys that that they're trying to sell go a hundred percent towards these trips that they they put together for the veterans and it's not the same veterans that go every time they they have an application that people fill out veterans fill out um and then they they pick them based on that it's very random so also from the from the Sedona trip, the money that we raised there at the booth helped purchase a bike for a veteran that uh, couldn't afford it. Um, so that was, I mean, this program is becoming very, I don't know how to say it, but, um, like heartfelt, like to, to get these testimonies from those, those veterans that this, this stuff helps them you know, through the, what they're struggling with. Um, I just think that they're, they're doing a really great thing. And it's, it's, it's so nice to hang out with them too. Um, when we were in Sedona, 
they do like games and stuff. Um, Jonathan called it Reveille. So in the morning there was like a, you know how it was all snow and ice. There's like a river, so everyone would jump in the lake, kind of like a polar plunge to wake up for Reveille, which is cool. It's something that we do together. We're not forced to do it. Um, but it's it's cool to do those things together. And then in the evening, we would play like these games, just like fun games, um, like charades and stuff. And it's just nice to get off your phone and, and actually enjoy like old school fun again. Yeah. As an adult, you know. So he has so many great ideas and he's he's such a good leader. So I, I couldn't see anybody else running this, pro, you know, this program and nonprofit. Um, it just feels so good to to come together like that and, and be around people that have been around things that you've been through and just talk and have fun with it. And, you know, yeah, it's beautiful. All of it. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And they're such good people. They're, you know, we're, they're from San Antonio. And they're always, like, encouraging, like, hey, you guys should come out here and ride with us. And they're always welcoming to everybody. So That's awesome. Yeah. I'm stoked to see these jerseys. Yeah. They're pretty <laughs> cool. There's so many different ones. Um, you'll see. You'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Yeah, so for those of you out there, um, there's... I hope we get these jerseys and I got to thanks for getting me in contact with Jonathan, by the way, I'll respond to that email soon, but, uh, we plan on, uh, helping out by, by getting some of these jerseys into the rad dog bike shop and just, I don't know, helping out by trying to raise some funds for y'all. I think that's, I mean, veterans and, and just everybody who straight up, dude, like everybody who I've ever talked to that mountain bikes are like, this is my, mental health machine <laughs> you know like this <laughs> yeah. i need this Absolutely. yeah it's it's tough being hurt uh like in general like sucks because you can't be active and stuff so it's like um having i would imagine that having something like uh else like a dirt therapy project or or whatever um and maybe to, to help others to you know to like introduce them to mountain biking or whatever it is being outside um satisfy some other because there's i mean shit there's people that can't ride you know that i I was just watching some crazy breakdancing video the other day (laughs) dude instagram rabbit holes yeah it's nuts (laughs) this dude like was on uh like his legs didn't work you know And, and he had like what's called atrophy or something and he went out and he was his buff upper body though and like this huge ass stadium always like there's this huge like breakdancing competition and um this guy like ditched his his uh what do you call him uh crutches mm-hmm. and just started like wailing on the dance floor like, doing <laughs> some crazy <laughs> shit it was so sick um and the the, the of course like the place went just mm-hmm. berserk so actually, I love seeing shit like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, it's amazing, first of all, what you see on Instagram. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> on some of this stuff, but how I got introduced to dirt therapy was through a girl named Brittany. Um, she lives in Dallas, Texas, and um, 
someone dropped her name to me to reach out to her while I was out there visiting my sister. And so she she was super nice. She is super nice, I gotta say. She races. She's a national downhill champ, by the way. Whoa. Yeah. And so she invited me to go to um, Spider Mountain with her for the first time. Like, it was my first time. She showed me around and she was like, she's super cool and super nice. Anyways, um, she is a veteran herself and so is her significant other. And he has no legs. So they did a, they raised enough money. I think it was that program. But her her significant ha- no, other has no legs and they there was a program that helped rent a three-wheel bike for him to go down Spider-Man. Sick. Isn't that crazy? So there are programs to help veterans like that um, do dirt therapy, but oh, the bikes are so expensive is, is the thing. They're like 30 grand <sighs> for that type of bike is why they can't, they don't own one yet. It's a bike. Mm-hmm. The fuck! I know it's pretty crazy. Thirty cheese for a bike. Come on, people. But he loved That's it. That's sick, though. <laughs> That's sick. Yeah. Was it all like decked out, all suspension? I'm sure. Like all... I wasn't there. She oh. was telling me about it, and she showed me some pictures, and I was like, "Wow, that's so cool!" And she's like, "I wish we could get one because he loves it so much. He's down for all that, like high adrenaline stuff. Like they went skiing and stuff this past year, and um." They they're trying to get him a bike, so that's their goal for them. But it's cool that they do that. For Technology just needs to, I guess. I, I what am I trying to say here? Like uh, the, the power of the mind, right? Like willpower, like someone's heart, like physically their heart, but like when you say somebody has heart, you know, it's when that when technology matches that like prosthetics or these bikes or whatever like yeah some amazing shit can happen and people Mm -hmm. can can go shred just like anybody else you're right yeah it's it's dope that's dope i have one of my buddies has uh he has one leg and and he rides hard here in town and mountain bikes he has a, a prosthetic and um he he rides in vans you know, because they're pretty grippy um, and nice and flat and stuff. But, yeah, he wants it. He's thinking about, like, clipping in because he's asking me about clipping in to the pedal. I'm like, yeah, do you're able to, like, there's a lot of benefit from, from clipless pedals um, being attached to the pedal. But he's like, yeah, it's kind of freaky. And so we're, like, looking at, like, what pedal options, like, what can we do to, like, give them a, the edge on, on, like, that pull-up, too, and, like, being clipped in. And it just made me, like, think in in a different way like shit like how you've got like a total other situation going on man (laughs) you know like like such a simple thing that i i just kind of take for granted and i'm like holy shit like you're out there killing it Mm -hmm. he rides great and hard and like it's just a different thing yeah i don't know that's awesome that's wild it is dope it is dope there's um remember this dude came in with one arm uh, I was working at a bike shop in Florida and he had a, uh, like a road bike, like with the, the triathlon bike. Yeah. Yeah. Like with the, what do you call it? The bar end, uh, the arrow bars. Yeah. Sorry. God, <laughs> I was trying to think of it too. Yeah. And, uh, it's, so he was in there, I forget for what, and the, 
So SRAM had just come out with, uh, it wasn't wireless yet, it was still wired, but it was like electric shifty. And yeah, these little buttons, these are like add-ons that you could put with little extra wires and shit. So basically, we were able to, we were able to uh, put all of his shifters on like one bar. Oh, wow. Like his, all yeah, all his controls and stuff. And there was this, um, there was this like, we looked into it and we found like a cable splitter. I, yeah, I know, right? I've never <laughs> before had seen it, and I haven't dealt with one after, but there's like a cable splitter. So you got one brake cable to, that goes to two brakes. It was the wildest oh, wild wow. shit. But he could control everything with one hand in these in these uh, aero bars. And I'll never forget, like, when he came and picked up his bike, it was very, like, we're kind of like, I think we could do this, you know? Everyone kind of, like, huddled around, and we made it happen. I... I higher ground bike shop in florida and tallahassee uh i don't know that they're it's different ownership now but such a good crew of amazing people work there and i remember like it was all hands on deck for this crazy thing and th when the dude picked it up he was so 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 stoked like he went out and rode he's like i can't believe i can do everything with my one arm like, it was really cool that's pretty cool it was dope it was dope okay yeah, I don't know, but anyway. It reminds me of a time when I was in the military, and I bought an old Bronco, an old one, and I wanted to put a push button <laughs> to start it, and ended up like destroying the whole thing. <laughs> but it's like with those projects, you have it in your head, and you're like, oh, let's do it, and then the outcome for you guys was pretty good. The outcome for me was it. Oh, this was a bicycle. <laughs> I know. A lot, lot simpler than like a yeah. big-ass Bronco. Yeah. You still got the Bronco? No, it's, it it was done. I think we messed with it so much that it just it's like a science project. <laughs> yeah, those old ones. Aww. Speaking of old vehicles, Adam and his bad. Have you seen his badass old truck that he has? Adam? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. I saw his new one. I think the fucking monster truck. No, not the Toyota. No, yeah. He's got like an old Chevy or something. No, then I haven't seen he it. He came by here. He's, oh, yeah. It smells like <laughs> fucking raw gas. And like, <laughs> like a real truck. Like it smells like King's X. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, man. Well, I guess uh, I guess we'll wrap it up. We're kind of cutting short on time today. Um, but I really appreciate everything. So Dirt Therapy Project. We've got last Sunday's ride. Yes. We've got uh, your rides are on Thursdays. Well, right now they're just, I'm winging it because of the weather. Okay. The wind and the heat. So So y'all like uh, just joined Duncan's Thursday ride or something? At yeah. Crazy Cat? That's like the perfect, I think that's the perfect time to go. So like if somebody out there, some female woman wants to female woman. <laughs> i'm really trying to be like politically correct it's so hard i mean when some chick wants to go out there. Yeah. uh anyway you know what i mean um they could just show up to they could reach out to sun, last sunday's ride they could show up to the crazy cat thursday ride mm -hmm. which is super close to monks and this is all like for like enduro stuff right yeah yeah and their therapy projects um I don't know much about it, but there's, are they like nationwide? They're all over the place? They are expanding. They're, so, they're nationwide. Yeah. There's, um, groups all over, but the main, the main one is in San Antonio. 
dope. So it's a Texas thing. It is Sick. a Texas thing. See if I could get this going. I'm so rusty. Hey. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Super fun. Uh, y'all keep shredding. Keep it on two wheels. One love. Take care. Thanks for listening. And thank you, Oshana, for everything that you do for the community. For real. Oh, Appreciate you. you. Take care, everybody. <laughs>